This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, I'm Vanessa Grimaldi. I'm filling in for Ben and Ashley this week. Oh, wait, hold on. That is your cue, Amy. So sorry. I know. I I even took my candy out of my mouth for that. So, hey guys, this is Amy, and Ben and Ashley are at a secret location that I can't reveal. So, (laughs) so Vanessa, I begged her and begged her. I really did beg her and beg her to guest host this week. And then we grabbed Becca Tilly, who's here too. Was that that hard to beg? I was going to say, wow, are you? No, but you were. Vanessa has a busy schedule. And so I had to sort of say, okay, how about this day at this time? This week worked out for me. I told you, I, I, you know, I made it work. So for people that don't know, Vanessa, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, um. I'm Canadian and I'm no longer engaged. <laughs> like, so she was on Nick's season. Oh, yes, of the I was Bachelor. on Nick's season. She was the winner. Um, Do you call yourselves winners? I no. I don't know what I you like said. to say, you know, I fell in love with the lead. Oh, I don't like using the like word that? winner. Um, because then that would mean I'm a well, loser it now. It seems so weird too to be I won I'm him. Not a loser. I was a loser twice, actually. No. I mean I lost. I We didn't lose. You just didn't end up with yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, yeah, I, I know lost you mean. the guy. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were on Chris season. Chris's season and Ben's season. season. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I think people don't, and you can speak way more about this because mm-hmm. you got engaged and now you're single, but the, the pressure of being in a relationship in public. It's tough. First of all, being in a relationship, period, is hard. Mm-hmm. But imagine just like, first of all, you're on... As you know, like you're filming for two months or however long you're on it for, and you're stripped away from like everything. Your How social media. How painful is that? It's tough. I mean, like when I first went on, um, I think I spoke about this on my first date with him. Literally, the, the two weeks before I went on the show, I found out my uh, my grandfather had like a heart attack, and so he was fine. He was sent home, and then two weeks before we started filming, um, he passed away, oh, and that oh, was wow. really tough because it was my first grandparent that passed away. So I, at that point, I still had all four. And we're such a close family. Mm-hmm. Like when we grew up, my parents are divorced now. But before they got divorced, my entire family lived on the same street. And they didn't show oh, this, wow. but I brought Nick on my on my street where where we grew up. So we had like a house on one corner. It was my grandmother's house. The house attached to it was her daughter. Then the other house was her her aunt, my other cousin, my first cousin, two fa- families from Italy, my other grandmother, my first cousin, <gasps> and then my house. Wow. So Did you it think was- about not going on the show? Yeah. So... Once, um, you know, I remember I was at the funeral and I was like in a black stretch limo and we all had roses and I was like, oh my God, this feels so weird. Like, I don't know if I feel ready to go on the show and leave my family behind. And there was just so much going on. And then my grandmother was placed in a nursing home too. So it was a lot of big change. Um, And then my family's like, you know what? You never do anything for yourself. Why don't you just see, go on it. You know, if you're having that much of a hard time, come back home. So at least I knew I had the, the support of my family going on. Mm-hmm. And then literally the the minute I landed, they came to pick me up. They put you up in a hotel. At that point, you don't get to see anyone, who, any of the girls that are on the show. You get to meet like a few producers. So you're up in your hotel room. Alone. And they, alone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right. They pull out like this Ziploc bag and they're like, well, put all your electronics in here. And I was like, <gasps> and the goody two shoes that I am, I put like my iPod, my iPod shuffle, my earphones. I put oh, no. everything. I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble. So I literally put everything inside. And then at that point, my sister wasn't feeling well. So there was a, there was so much going on. Do you have TV home. at that point still? Yeah, um, we TV did. Yeah, the, we yeah. had TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
But it's tough. I mean, like, every decision I make, I call my sister. I'm right. like, oh, should I get this black jacket or this purple jacket? You know, like, I, and now I'm like, oh, do I get engaged to this guy? Do I not get engaged to this guy? I wouldn't guy? like that one bit, having no contact. Becca, how did you deal with that? I, I, I mean, it was hard not talking to my family because we're really close, but I kind of loved being, like, separated from my phone. Yes, it felt very therapeutic to just be present and mm-hmm. be in the moment. I remember that was the first time I started journaling. And I was looking over my journal the other day, and, like, the first journal entry was, the walls have wallpaper. I'm like, wow, I don't know how to journal. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Mine was so, so bad. bad. I did it like two days and I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. But I won't name names, but I have heard about people sneaking phones into The Bachelor. Ooh. That they, I won't name names, but they bring a, a dummy phone? phone and then they bury in their luggage another phone. And That's then they smart can, and gutsy. Super smart. I did that on Vinci. You did? <laughs> Oh my god, you badass! <laughs> I but I I had music on there, and so I listened. I literally would just I would Lies. just put my. I was even so scared. No, I knew I like my old. I was dumb and gave them my phone that had service on it instead of giving them my old. I don't know why. I thought <laughs> I thought if I'm gonna be suspicious, mm-hmm. I have to give them the newer version. Smart, right? Yeah. Well, I would have almost gone out and that. bought a phone and given them that, <sighs> so it I seems mean, so real. I'm surprised. <laughs> You know, more people don't do that. They do. Everyone gets caught. I I mean, I don't think anyone did on our season, to tell you the truth. Um, I was so scared to the point where I knew Danielle was in another room. I knew her room number, and I was so scared to even call her on, like, the phone. Danielle M? Yeah. Okay. How do you know? Um, well, I mean, not like night one, but like every once in a, like, so I knew like Taylor was in another room and I'm like, oh my God, I want to go knock on her door, but I'm scared to get, I'm scared one of the handlers because they're really like, they're on the ball with like. They Always. know where you're at. Yeah. So. Who, so who are your good friends on <laughs> the show? My hands are washed. Um, my closest friend is Danielle Malpy. We're going to call her soon. Yes, we're going to call her soon. I like her too. I love her. And Taylor as well. So Taylor of Taylor and Derek? Yes, Taylor <laughs> of Taylor and Derek. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So are you, so do you like together. Taylor and Derek? Yeah, I love, I, 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 I spend, so when I was still with Nick, Taylor and Derek were, had just finished filming Paradise, um, no one knew that they were a couple, but they came out and hung out with me. And I just, he's such a great guy. He's so good to her. They seem, I mean, all, all I know about them is via social media. Yeah. But they do seem like they like really get excited to see each other. Mm-hmm. And Well, that's a fun thing. I mean, I'm all for long distance. I'm not, you know, when people are like, oh, I, I never want to do a long no, distance. Yeah. yeah. I am a huge fan. I think it helps a relationship. If mm-hmm. you're like where you like it and you can handle it, mm-hmm. I think it is the best thing for a relationship. Yeah. For me, it really works because I get You get, get to do real... your own thing mm-hmm. and then you get to see each other. You never really get to argue because you really want to absorb every minute and you every have. every text and every mm-hmm. phone call and you like you like that. Yeah. yeah. I know. You I like it too. To I it. like it too. I'm torn on it because I kind of, like I was saying, I was saying in my, in my podcast, go listen to Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly. No. <laughs> Promote. Promote. But I was saying, I, I was talking to Brooke Burke and I was saying, I kind of like that, that, those arguments where even if they're silly, it like brings this element of yeah. like I will say uh, long distance in the same time zone is ideal. I find I it harder to be in a different time zone. Yeah. If you're in the same time zone, I yeah. am 100% yeah. Well, in. Th- yeah, it was tough for Nick and I at the beginning when I was in Montreal. He was out in L.A., three-hour time difference. Yeah, Montreal on the he East Coast. Sleeping. I don't yes. know the Canada yeah. map yes. very well. Yeah. Okay. So kind of like Florida and New York. Okay, yeah, yeah that so. would be hard. The mm-hmm. time difference, that's a wonky time difference. Yeah. Yeah. I so when you when did you are you in LA now? What's your right now? Physically, yes. 
You know what? I am here. <laughs> Wait, I wanted to ask, does Ben come in to do the podcast or do you guys do? A lot. So he, oh, he does? he's here about half the time and then he does it from Denver about half the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm between I'm in between Montreal and LA. Right now I'm working for E News, so I have oh, okay. Um, a beauty segment, which is hilarious because oh, yeah. I don't know anything about makeup and I'm trying to learn. My roommate actually put these um, eyelashes on me for a red carpet at when I saw you. We were at uh, Jingle Ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I the ship started coming off like literally oh, yeah. right before. And I'm like, that. well, clearly I still need to do a little bit more segments on E because I'm not <laughs> learning that much. Um, but so I'm doing I'm doing that. And it's great. They're such a great um, network to work with. I really I really love working with them. Um, so I'm doing that, and I still have my charity back home in Montreal, which is hard because my, you know, like the committee, everyone is back home in Montreal. So every time like there's a problem, like they try to call me, but it's like five o'clock my time yeah. when they call me, and I'm like, no, I'm not a morning person. Call me at eleven o'clock when I'm like my brain yeah. is half awake. Um, and I'm really excited. So I'm heading back to Montreal for the holidays on the 17th, and then we have a ribbon cutting event for one of the schools that we're helping out. Oh, cool! So we did our fundraiser in the summer. We raised enough money to help out four schools. Which is so funny. I don't, do you hear my accent every once yeah, in a yeah, while? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, every once in a while. Certain oh. words. Oh, certain. Well, okay, can yeah. you say S O R R Y? S O. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh you don't say that. Canadian. Canadian. Sorry. What about A A B O U T? About. I don't say. About. Oh, you don't do either no. of them. No. It's, it's not. It's not that strong, but I had I did an interview and I said we're helping out four schools, and I guess they heard poor. So I was oh. reading an article. I was like, no, I'm not helping out poor. I'm helping out four <laughs> schools. I'm like, okay, it's the Canadian or the French accent that's coming out. Every that's once in a what while. I yeah. hear. It's not the Canadian. It's the French uh-huh. is what I hear. It's like French, Italian. I don't know. It's just a yeah. Whole mix I definitely of hear. I like yeah. it though. Um, have you have you are you do you, I don't know if you talk about this or not. Have you started dating since you've been single or? No, I mean, I didn't like who who's well, there to date. Would you date a bachelor? <laughs> well, let me tell you. You guys talk for a second, and then I'm going to tell the All story because right, he wanted to go like out with you. Wait, I want to hear this after. But have, would you date someone from The Bachelor? Uh, no. You don't think? No, I don't never. Think so. Like, are I you like never think... say never, or you're just like, eh, right? Not oh, sorry, never say never. Yeah. But I think my. Days on The Bachelor are... I have two weird Vanessa stories. Which ones? Okay. Two? Because there's also my friend... Oh, that one was crazy. This is a weird story. Okay. It, the world is so small. I, don't, I can't decide if we should say his name or not. No. Wait, which it's one? J. The one that starts with the J. Oh, not... Okay, so... No, I wouldn't say his name. I'll tell you. Well, I never met him. He's super cute. He's great. So never this met is him. how random is this? I went out with Vanessa. No, oh. but that would be good. What? I went out with... Our friend JT, that's this hottie. I don't know if he has a girlfriend, but everybody should date him if they don't. <laughs> JT Holmes. Everybody Google him. He is smoking hot. Wait, is that his name? Yeah, and he's okay. like a skier, uh, extreme athlete. Yeah. So he jumps out of like airplanes. He's so hot. But anyway, so, so listen to the story. So I'm, I'm out with Vanessa. We were at a concert. What concert were we at? We were at Maroon 5. Maroon 5. And I get a text from my friend, we'll call him Jay, that says, hey, do you know Vanessa? I, th- I can't remember if you said, do you know Vanessa Grimaldi or do you know Vanessa from The Bachelor or whatever? Yeah. Uh, she's my neighbor and people want to set us up. And I go, um, well, she's right next to me. It was so, like it's like we talk about on your show, your is out in the universe. That was your helicopter, mm-hmm. boat, whatever Are God you sends you. I never met she him. Hasn't met him. He's I never, really cute. I never spoke to him. He's I, been no. on your podcast, Becca, with no. for Ask a Guy. He's been asked so a she's guy. Meet, she's met him? Only on the, oh, phone. on the phone. But I think you have met him. So then, okay, another story that <laughs> Vanessa should tell. I'll let you okay, tell okay, it. Okay, 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 fine. 
start with I when you went on Jimmy actually. Kimmel. You okay, went on Jimmy so Kimmel. When, when I was on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, you know you do like that um, that uh, quiz to see like which fiance, like do you know your fiance really well, blah, 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 blah. They ask you, Jimmy asks you questions. So one of the questions was, who is your celebrity crush? And I'm like, I don't know who Nick's celebrity crush is. But he knew who mine was because I literally just spoke about him like five minutes before we went on and we were talking about something and then like his name came up. So then Nick writes writes the person down and he flips a card over and like Jimmy starts laughing because like who would have thought Rick Fox would be my celebrity <laughs> crush? And everyone's like, who's Rick Fox? I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, explain who he is because we got okay. young listeners that are like. I All right, so Rick Fox is Canadian. He's tall, dark, and handsome. And he played for uh, the Lakers. This is amazing. And he was married and he at was one married, time. He was married at one time to Vanessa Williams, I believe. He has um, kids. Save the best for yeah. last in yeah. case anyone's wondering. I mean, so he's, obvi- he's like obviously into the the name Vanessa. Yeah. Um, he also dated Eliza Dushku. Oh, yeah. She's very sexy. She's beautiful. Yeah. You kind of are a little like her. Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, so Celebrity Crush, Rick Fox, and then I do an interview with Ryan Seacrest, and he's like, oh my God, Rick Fox, we're trying to get him on the on uh, on the air with you, but he's on a flight right now, so he He can't. wrote her the most lovely email that he sent to me that I read on the air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh my God, I don't remember that. I forget exactly what it was now, but... Something about, like, he wished that he could have been there or whatever. Congratulations, Congratulations to you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then, like, fast forward two weeks later, Amy's like, we got to get you back on the air. Ryan has a surprise for you. And I had just showered. I was in my bathrobe. I was like, all right, I don't know what's going on here. And then, boom, I hear... Hey, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, like the deepest voice. And I'm like, <gasps> I was looking at Nick. I'm like, it's Rick Fox. I don't know what to do. And then Nick is just sitting on the couch like, okay. <laughs> So we got Rick Fox on the phone with yeah. Vanessa, but wait for it. It gets, okay, it gets better. better. So then fast forward two weeks later. So basically like, I don't know, four months later. And th- I'll just say side note. I, I'm not being a bragger, but I am friends with celebrities. Uh-huh. But weirdly, I'm text friends. I'm friendly with Rick Fox enough where I can text him for all these shenanigans. Amazing. So that's important to the story. Yes. Continue. Okay. So, um. Do I mention the restaurant I was at? Yeah, of course. Okay. Give him a shout <clears throat> out. So my friend Sarah was in town and she's like, we, I was really, really sick that week. Uh-huh. I had just, I went back, I went to Nashville. I went to see some of the girls. So I spent time with Danielle Malpe. Taylor came in. Christina was there. Kristen was there. We, I spent time with Wells. I met Jen Saviano. Yeah. So a bunch of like bachelor people oh, were hanging out. I was really sick. And then um, I flew back to LA and the day I flew back, like an hour later, my friend Sarah got into town and she's like, she's the type of girl that's like, go, go, go. Let's let's do a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, all right. So she's like, I really want to try Craig's. So I was like, sure, let's let's go to Craig's. So we go to Craig's. It was me, Sarah, and my friend Kelly. And then, you know, like there's always like celebrity sightings there. You turn around. Yeah, for people like, listening, Craig's is like one like. of those places where you will see a celebrity yeah. if you go there. Yeah. yeah. Like so I saw Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato eating dinner. I was just, like you see humongous celebrities. Yeah, I was just there. I'm probably going to butcher her name. Iggy Zalia? No? Oh, yeah. You oh, didn't right. ruin so it at all. Oh, I <laughs> Okay. So, I actually, I bumped into her, like, last week when I was there. So, anyways, so I was, um, I didn't bump into her. I saw her. I don't know her like that. I'm not, I'm not cool <laughs> like that. So, anyways, so I'm having dinner, and, like, Sarah's like, oh, my God, look at that person and that person. Like, so many people. And then I was having dinner, and I turn around, and I see this doll, tark, dark. I can't doll, even speak. I'm getting so nervous. Tark. <laughs> I'm getting so nervous, I can't even say it. Doll, 
No, tall, dark. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? <laughs> tall, dark, tall, and, dark handsome. and handsome. I'm like, sorry, I just have Rick Fox's face in my head right now, and I'm getting he's so, so nervous. He's so dull. He's so dark. He's not dull. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's Rick Fox. And I didn't know what to do because I, I don't, um, what's it called when you see a celebrity? I don't like, I don't, I'm never starstruck. Yeah. But when I saw Rick Fox, I was like, I literally got paralyzed. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. So yeah. I'm like, first person that popped into my head was Amy. So I'm like, oh my God, Amy, Rick Fox is here. She's like, you have to go see him. You have to go say I hi to him. I was like, Vanessa, go say hi. Like, mm-hmm. he knows you enough that you can say, hey, like, I'm like, he is the nicest person too. This is what I was like. He is not one of those celebrities that you could be scared of. Like, he is so rad and friendly and amazing and, like, loves his kids and is just the nicest guy. She will not do it. No, I was so scared. She's I'm like, texting me back and giving me audio texts like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I'm just like, what is happening? First of all, I love giving voice notes. I don't like texting. I like leaving a voice note. Did you ever do that? I did it for a while. That's the only way I texted and then I just stopped. Yeah, I love yeah. doing that because sometimes I can't, like, think. And I'm like, so oh, she's just, just voice texting me. I can't, I'm like, I, I can't. can't, I can't, I can't. She's like, go see him, go see him. And I think at that point you had messaged him saying so, I was yes, in a restaurant. So now I'm not at the restaurant. I'm literally 20 minutes away. And I go, all right, fine. I will text him that you are in the restaurant. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Rick. Literally it's... two tables away from me. I'm like, hey, it's Amy. Remember, Vanessa. I tell him the whole thing. I'm like, so I don't want to be crazy, but she's at Craig's and she sees you and she's nervous to say hi. I'm crazy. So I'm going to tell her to go <laughs> say do. hi. He immediately writes me back and he goes, I'm in a dinner meeting, but I would love to say hello. Is I should be done in whatever. I mean, he couldn't. He's so well mannered. He's like a gentleman. Canadian. But, that's why. Is that why? The Canadian blood. He's so gentlemanly. They, so gentlemen. I then say to Vanessa, I have now done everything a human can do the to help work. you. He is going to finish his dinner and it and wants to see you. He wants to see you. Okay. So now tell what happens. It gets even. She doesn't do it. I don't do it. So. <clears throat> we're walking out the restaurant and I'm like, I, I just want him to like hear me scream his name. So what? I was like, <laughs> so I was literally Jeez. leaving the restaurant. I'm like, bye Rick Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend, so like he turns around and my friend Kelly was like, Hey Rick, I think like Vanessa wants to say hi to you. And I was like waving her. I'm like, no, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And then he's like, Oh yeah, Vanessa. And then like, I walk out, the, I walk back in and like, hi like a little school girl i'm like this is so embarrassing when his friends were there and had to explain to them like why i was acting the whole background of the story yeah so i'm like you know like i was on jimmy kimmel and he was my celebrity crush so yeah and um yeah so i met my celebrity crush and let me tell you he is tall dark and handsome and not dull and (laughs) so (laughs) lovely like i think he would be okay if i read this so after they meet he texts me and says hold on i'm pulling it up Wow. He is so polite and gentlemanly and like amazing. And he goes, saw Vanessa for a second. Please pass along my number so when she returns, we can get a meal together. I mean, who writes something so lovely and so kind? Vanessa Fox. I know, and she's blowing it, just blowing it, blowing it, blowing are it. Are you, like, not, you're, like, are you not interested in dating right now? Like, are you out of that mindset? Um, I'm enjoying, so I was talking about this with my, with my sister the other day, and before going on the show, I was in such a good, happy, single state of mind, just enjoying uh-huh. life on my own and not, like, caring about who's texting me or what attention I'm getting from a guy or, you know, 
I was just happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm back at that place again where I'm just happy being single. And, like, it's been a year for me. It's, yeah. you know, it was a lot that's happened. Um, so, I mean, I'm not opposed to dating. Right. If the if someone came along that, like, you were like, I'm more interested in dating him than being yeah. single. Ex- yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not, I've never, I don't know how to date someone um, not seriously. You know, if I'm going to go on a date with Your, someone, like, it's because, like, I see a future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to be able to build on that. Yeah. I don't know how to just date to date. Which well, kind of sucks, because I, I, I kind of do want to date to date before I, I get. It. Oh, I, yeah. I hate I mean, that's a hard pass. I want to yeah. go from. Well, I've like, never done it, so I want to be able to just, like. Try it. Try See how it. much you hate it. I like, I, I I like you. It, so. You're my boyfriend. I yeah, go, yeah. Um, Amy oh. goes from, like, hi, I'm Amy, and then she's like, when are we buying a house again? <laughs> oh, Pretty my much. God. Same. I Pretty do much. that, too. Wait, so we got to go upstairs to a different room to call Danielle M. Okay. But before that, guess what, guys? It's <gasps> what? the holidays, and everybody's allowed to cheat on their diets and enjoy. And I have the perfect gift for everyone in your family, <gasps> Omaha Steaks. Oh, yum. So this gift is incredible. For $49.99, you can get the family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter Ben and Ashley's code, Almost Famous. And again, apologies because I have to do the commercials today because Ben and Ashley are at their secret location, mm-hmm. so I'm doing the best I can. Secret location. That's 75% off by using their code, Almost Famous, and you are going to get some of the most delicious meat, amazing, <laughs> amazing food that mm-hmm. you guys can make. Meat. Wait, Easton, have you done it before? My wife just bought a bunch of Omaha steaks for all of her friends. Oh, wow. for, for full, gifts. Yes. Oh, full, that... full price, by the way. Oh, why wow. didn't she use the code almost famous? Did. That's Next what time. I told her. I once I heard that because she's like, oh my God, I love these Omaha steaks and they make such a good gift. And I was like, do you realize I have promo codes <laughs> up the wazoo? She'd already ordered it? She'd already ordered it. It's, oh they're in the mail God. and she was happy to pay full price for them because they're such high quality steaks. It's not just steaks. It can be seafood. Poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, appetizers, (laughs) pasta, soups, seasoning, sauces, and more. Ashley got the Omaha Steaks, like, big box of different Uh things, and they froze some. her, Her and her sister cooked it. They could pull it off. They were able to do it. They said it was amazing. That's And it comes to your door? You don't Comes right to your door. That's amazing. So Omaha Steaks is giving... These savings just to our Almost Famous listeners. So use Almost Famous in the search bar and it's 75% off. And you will get two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, what? four burgers, potatoes au gratin. I hope I'm not forgetting okay. anything. Yeah. Au gratin. Oh, I'm sorry. And did I say it wrong? No, you did not. And you get additional sausages for free. Oh, f- I'm sorry. Forgot the four caramel apple tartlets. Wow. And the Omaha oh steak season. So, like, you can give this amazing gift $49.99? That's I mean, it? I could supply Christmas dinner for my for family. For the whole yeah. family. I know. Like it's an days. insane yeah, gift. I was going to say. And Ben loved it, too. Like, they cooked it all. They loved it. Check it out, guys. OmahaSteaks.com. The code is almost famous in the search bar. Well done, Amy. Thank you so much. We got one Super. more spot coming up, so everybody get ready. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I love being on the Ben and Ashley podcast. You've been Becca. You've been Becca. I've been Becca, and I peeled my nail polish off. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Danielle Meltby's on the phone right now. Say hi, Dee. Hi. Hey, guys. So, Dee's my closest, one of my closest friends from Nick's season of The Bachelor. We were uh, placed in the same room together. 
top bunk. We both had yeah. a top bunk. No. Yeah, we both did. <laughs> yeah, which is so, well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you had a top bunk. Yeah, I had the top bunk, yeah, too. Top bunk. <clears throat> um, How many girls I in the room? Get up in, that bunk. in our room, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven girls in our room. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it felt like I never, yeah. actually, yeah. no, I went to We had camp. all, like, the, like, front runners in our room. Seven yeah. girls in a room for how long? Well, that was just the first week um, of the show, right? Oh, Whenever we were in the mansion. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really. Yeah. Weird. How many sharing a bathroom? It's... Oh, it was only two bathrooms. <gasps> I don't know. Are we allowed saying this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> no, there, I think so. I no think there, it's there are fine. three. There are three. There is one, oh, the one downstairs. For like seven or eight girls. Yeah. Yeah. But one, wow. two, three, um, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Do you eating a pizza girls. right now? I know we're eating pizza while we do the show. Hungry? <laughs> really want of that. <laughs> Wait, so why did you guys immediately kind of get along and bond? And I mean, who doesn't love Dee? Anyone that meets her just falls in love with her. <laughs> She's the sweetest person <laughs> ever, and she has a side to her that, like, unfortunately, they didn't show on the show. She's so fun and lighthearted <laughs> and like easy to get along with. I mean, they did show that part, but. She's just like, she's an amazing all around perfect human being and needs the perfect man in her life because she deserves nothing but the best. So, for people listening, Danielle, did you become famous for the kiss with Wells? Ah, she keeps getting asked about that. Um, I feel like people finally like saw my like personality a little bit more and in on paradise, but like, yeah, I think, um, I think I got like the kiss that broke the internet. So, but don't you have like an amazing <laughs> yeah. job? You're a nurse or a doctor or something, yeah, a nurse. Yeah, I'm a Thank nurse. You. Um, yeah, I work at uh, neonatal intensive care, so I work with um, all like the premature infants or the infants that are born with any sort of heart defects, um, chromosome defects, like are having problems breathing. Like, I, I see it all. <laughs> and have we, we had you on with Ben and Ashley before? Uh, no, actually <gasps> we didn't. Oh my gosh, we were going to, and then we had to change yeah. it because you were doing something with Wells. Oh, yeah. so this is Danielle yeah. M's debut on the Almost Famous podcast. Hey, it's my debut too. <gasps> hey, Dave. All right, like so let's dig first. into Vanessa's fears about dating. Talk, oh. Open up, huh. talk to us. Oh, am okay. I going straight for it? Mm-hmm. My fears about dating. So I was talking to Amy about this earlier. Um, yeah. I mean, do I guess I you could. I being ghosted. Oh, right. D and I were just hanging out this week and we're talking about the concept of being ghosted. And we had like this whole thing this weekend of like hashtag ghosted. It's so bad. It's <laughs> terrible. It's like if you're not into someone, just let them know instead of just. Ten years ago, like, was ghosting like, even a thing? It. It's newer. It, like, it's I, newer. Well, well, because of, you know, like your phone. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like people would. On your phone. Right. Like years ago, like I when I was in college or whatever, out of college, there was no such thing as ghosting, I don't think. I don't... Um, I mean, maybe it was, like, just standing someone up. Like, you just, like... Right. I don't know. Have, I you ever, have either being... of you ever been stood up? Like, Never. fully stood up? No. I have. <gasps> you what? Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Um, it was uh, this guy that I was actually... It was my friend and I were both um, interested in, but my other friend was, like, kind of seeing somebody. At the time, so I was like, well, why are you getting mad at me? Like, if I want to go out and, like, you know, have dinner with this guy. Oh, my God. Um, D, this is so and, funny. Yeah, we were um, supposed to go to Magiano's because that's, like, a cool place to go in, like, Wisconsin, like, way back in the day. And um, I showed up, and he never did. No, no. So you're supposed to meet at the restaurant? Yes. Did oh you ever God. speak my to him? One thing. Like, he should have just, like, picked me up. You know, like, that's why, yeah, no. There's, so there's how no, long like, did you wait? How does that go down? 
Um, I was there for like twenty minutes. <gasps> I was like, this fucker's not coming. Oh. <laughs> so then did you ever this speak to him again? Ago, no, I never talked to him again. So just I was like No, I so you go- and I was like, You're a fucking pussy. Like, way to be a coward. <laughs> Whoa, I do have a, a story that is not, it, it's a little bit wonky. I was, I guess you could say I was dating someone. This is when I was 19 and we had gone on a trip to Tahoe together and I was much yeah. younger than him. This is just like explains why I am how I am. <laughs> and he was much older than me. So one of the nights he said, I'll go out with my friends. You go out with your friends and we'll meet up at the house later. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was yeah. like, that sounds cool. Okay, cool. Like, Fine. Um, yeah. I never saw him again, ever. Oh, we so were on vacation. Like, I picked him up at the airport, and he came to my house, and, like, I thought we I was taking him back to the airport. I basically never saw him again. I have awkwardly bumped into him. This is 20 years ago this went down. I have awkwardly <laughs> bumped into him a few times. I mean, that, one of my girlfriends is like, he invented ghosting. Uh. That OG of ghosting. How? That is the OG of ghosting. Like, how gnarly is that? I mean, I've never See, been like, stood up. I just up. get it. Like, that, like, why Why not just be a man about it? Like, be honest. Don't be a coward. Like, I think I he was coward. just done, and I was too young, and he met some girl, and mm. I think he married her, and I think I'm, they got divorced. So guess what? Whatever. You know, that's the thing <laughs> I, about dating that scares me. Um which I appreciated about it's gonna be it's gonna sound so weird. Which I appreciated about The Bachelor because at least you know like when you're first dating someone, you don't know if they're dating other women, and you're you're not in the position to be asking like, hey, are you seeing other people? Like I don't know how to date multiple yeah. people at the same time, so I know I'm not doing that. But you don't know if the guy's right. doing that. I'm the same way. But on the show, yeah. it's like, well, it's in front of your face. Like you know, like he's dating other women, so you're like, you you have to be okay with it. And I think that's what's scary yeah. about dating is. Um, because I don't know how to just casually date someone and I want to just yeah. find my husband and I want to, I, I want that so badly and I want to manifest, manifest that destiny. But I think that's what's scaring me. So I'm, I'm open. So D, we were talking about like, if I'm open to dating now and, and all of that, yeah. we actually had like, we had a pretty big heart to heart this week, uh, Danielle yeah. and I. Um, so yeah, tell me how you're feeling. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you know. I was thinking, like, I started crying the other night. I was just thinking about, like, everything that I went through this year and how, like, yeah. it's sad that, you know, Nick and I didn't work out. Like, yeah. we really felt, like, at least for me, I know I really fell in love with him. And we both tried so hard to make our relationship work. And, you know, we, you know, we messaged each other, like, a couple of days ago um, about something just mm-hmm. randomly. Actually, I messaged him. I saw him on a clip of Speechless, which I was so impressed by. Yeah, I was like, excited oh my God. he did that. And he did a good job. So I messaged him. listening, oh I am good friends with Nick also. And I will yeah. just say, I like him very much. Very, very much. I love Vanessa, too. So I get why they're both amazing. And I get why this is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But keep going. Yeah. yeah. So, um... So yeah, I had messaged him and like, you know, we just, we, we, we like exchanged a few words and stuff and it's just like, it's, it sucks, you know? Cause like when you, I mean, I really thought this was it for me. I thought, you know, I was envisioning like the wedding and like having a family together oh, and then like when it gets shattered, it's like, oh my God, like how, how come this couldn't have worked out between us, you know? I'm going to go on a limb yeah. and I've told you this, so I'm not telling you something I haven't said to your face. Of all the bachelor couples, I have this weird feeling you're going to get back together. <laughs> I've said that to you a lot of times. I really do. 
I don't know. You don't have to say I don't. Anything. I mean, see, I'm the type of person, D, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I've never been one, if, if a relationship ends, it ends for a reason, yeah. and I don't like backtracking and going back to something that didn't ultimately end up working out. Um, yeah. Regardless, you know, like, I'm, I think the world of him, like, he's still, like, you know, like, if he ever needs anything, like, I'll be there for him. Um, yeah. But romantically right now I don't no I don't I don't I don't see that just because there are reasons why like we're just not compatible we're just very different and they do yeah. say opposites attract and you know us both I mean you can vouch yeah. for you know how yeah. different we are very different yeah and um, in, in interesting ways do you know what I mean like it's not simple differences mm-hmm. they're complex differences yes. that yeah. you know it's not like you're one religion, he's another. Some of these things mm-hmm. that people can get through. You're a Republican, he's a Democrat. These are complicated at your core differences. Right. You're right. Yeah, and then when like people ask, like, language differences. Right. Love language differences. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well exactly. said, Danielle. What is your love yes. language, Vanessa? Um, all right. <laughs> D, can you name me all the love languages and then I can, like, point them out? Okay. There, um, there's, like, physical touch. Oh, yeah. So physical um, touch is like, I'm a koala bear. I constantly need. To be like next to someone and cuddling up next to someone. So yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so it's physical touch, um, acts of service, um, gifts, and like words of affirmation. Yeah, that's four, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there might even be one more. We have to look it up. I am physical touch, and you know what's interesting? I need a lot of connection. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a a long amount of connection, but I have to be connected to you. Every day. Yeah. Like, I can't go a week. If I'm dating someone, I can't go for a bit without talking or texting. Yeah. It really yeah. has to be. And I think that's, some people are different than that. I need a lot of connection. Yeah. So do I. Well, Dee, what about you? Yeah, me too. Um, like, I I feel like I'm kind of like a mesh of all of them. Like, I need, like, a little bit of everything. But, like, I'd say, like, gifts. Like, I'm not, like, that big on gifts. Like, I'm more, like, acts of service. Like, Oh, like you went and like you took my car and got the oil change, and then like yes. give me a big old hug coming home. You know, like it, like stuff like that. Yeah, you know? I so interesting. When I look back to like my past relationships, um, I was in this one relationship back home in Montreal, and he was like, we we dated for a couple years, and really great guy. And that's one thing I have to say, like I'm on good terms with all of my exes. Not that I have that many, mm-hmm. but I'm on good terms with my exes, which I think is really important. For you to realize that it's important to be able to move on from that relationship and not to hold any resentment. Um, And that's something that I think um, I'm I'm happy that I was able to do with all my past relationships. So he Mm -hmm. actually would like we had uh, what we call in Montreal, which Uh is a 7-Eleven down the street from our place. And every time he's like, oh, I'm going down to get like live together. We did. Wow. We'll get into that. But yeah, we live together. and so every time, like, he would go down to get, like, a magazine or something at the Dep, he'd come back up and, like, oh, I saw this Kit Kat and I thought about you. And for me, little acts like that, it's, it's yeah. not even, like, about the Kit Kat. It's about right. he thought of me in that moment. And that moment is the most yeah. romantic thing ever. I agree. I totally yeah. get that. So I want to dig into this because basically what I'm learning is you haven't had many relationships, but the ones you've had have been quite serious. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, so that relationship was uh, my second, well, my first real strong, like the love of my life. Um, and we ultimately wanted different things in life. So that's interesting. Okay. So different from maybe you and Nick, where you were different. 
Right. In this situation, what you and, wanted in life was different. Right. We were so yeah. compatible. Mm-hmm. So compatible. Like the like we had insane chemistry for two years. Like it was just uh, it was like every girl's well, like if you're anything like me, like any girl's dream of like waking up, like he would wake up 10 minutes earlier before going to uh, like he would set his alarm clock 10 minutes before his actual clock so that he can like cuddle me for 10 minutes and like kiss me into the point where I would have to he would like suffocate me and then like drive to work and then call me 15 minutes later to wake me up so then I can go to work and then I'd be on the phone with him until like I would get to work really connect it was just like he was like and we were talking about this on Becca's podcast too like he was my best friend I think Brooke was talking about Mm -hmm. like she still likes her husband and they Mm -hmm. still have that connection like we really had that but we just wanted different things yeah wow Kids, yeah. That's what I was going to, I knew it was going to be something, you want them, he doesn't. Yeah. And that becomes one of those things that cannot be. That was my non, that's like a big non-negotiable for me. And did you think he would change his mind or no? Um, I I just feel like it's either you know or you don't know, you know? And I was at a point in my life where I, it was, we were dating for like two years and it was really tough because he's like, well, what if I don't, what if I want kids and then like you're not going to be the person that I'm going to end up with because like we break up and I want you to be the mother of my kids. Wow. So like it was hard because like he, we were just at, two, I think it was timing too. We're at two different places in our lives. Um, the kid thing is tough because yeah. I, and this is very strange for me to say because I'm, you know, not passive, but I always was like, if the guy I'm with wants kids, I'll figure out to make that work. Do you want kids? Not necessarily. Okay. So for me to be like, that's really up to the guy. And now I'm so much older that I have it a lot easier because the guy has kids. Right. So I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I am not comfortable. I should talk to Danielle about this birthing kids. That just sounds like a hard pass for me. So I always felt like we would adopt or we would have a surrogate. Right. It would be his, but not biologically mine. And I was totally cool Mm -hmm. with all that if he wanted Mm -hmm. it. And now yeah. I don't really have to worry about it because I'm old now. Was so. that something that you always? But I'm totally fine and happy and great if the guy has kids. Okay. I, I have five nieces. Yeah. I'm, I love kids. Yeah. It was more the birthing. And then I have this <laughs> complicated thing, and I would love to hear what you guys have to say. I want to work. I get that. So yeah. I have this weird thing where it's like, but if, but I'm so obsessed with my nieces that if I had kids, I wouldn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. So I have this whole yeah. conundrum of that. I get that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I see how my sister's doing it. And so it's very different. Like back home in Montreal, you get like, or I don't know if it's all over Canada, but you get a year off of mat leave, which is great. Cause you oh, get like, God. I yeah. know. I've heard that your you medical like care is amazing. Like yeah. 12 weeks. <laughs> I know, which I find it's so crazy, but I see like, she's, you know, she's really dedicated to her work. She's a teacher as well. And she goes in, like, she was excited to go back to work, but it was really hard for her to leave um, her kid. Um, But she does it. I think it's really important to find a partner, a life partner, where they're going to be able to encourage you to pursue your dreams and still, like, have that family value. And her husband is just gold. Like, my sister has, my sister's an amazing woman. They have an amazing relationship. They have a healthy kid. And they just, like, they, they found what works for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of my mom friends on that partnering and balance things with. Exactly. Some of my mom friends say it's really hard because when they are with their kids, they're thinking about work 
Mm-hmm. And when they're at work, mm-hmm. they're, they're thinking about, about their, their kids. kids. So there's just this total yeah. conflict all the time. Yeah. 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 These are things that we just can't solve in an hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where's no, Ben when we can Ben Higgins solve this? Wow. Um I'm I'm fascinated by your guy that you lived with. Oh Sounds my god. Like he was pretty amazing. He was. And then yeah. there's this big old yeah. elephant in the room that just couldn't be solved. Yeah. It's I mean yeah. I believe it's really cliche, but I really believe everything happens for a reason. And after that relationship, I thought I'm never going to find another love like that. And I did. Oh, you I, will. And I did. I fell in love with Nick. And I thought, you know, like that was a really great experience. It was really eye opening. I learned a lot about myself this year. Things that I know yeah. I need to improve on as an individual and in a relationship. Um, so I think right now, like I'm taking that time to just focus on me and growing as a person so I can become a better person when I invite someone else into my life. And that's um, like the most important thing, and I feel like that gets looked over so frequently in relationships. And I feel like, maybe I'm getting off on a tangent, but that's like why the divorce rates and everything are yes. so high. Because, like, people don't love themselves enough to right. like, make themselves better to be in a relationship with somebody. Right. And I think, like, the concept of, like, I didn't really understand love yourself. I, I knew what that meant, mm-hmm. but until I actually understood and I uh, I actually took the time with myself and for myself and I actually understood what it meant to just like love every part of you and I remember I did this interview with someone back home in Montreal um she was diagnosed with breast cancer at 22 Mm. years old or something crazy and then she was diagnosed with lung cancer Mm. um and we're just talking about the concept of like loving yourself at and at any stage in your life so if you're five Mm -hmm. pounds heavier five pounds lighter if you love if you if you're at the job that you love or at the job that you absolutely hate or if you're going through a divorce, whatever state you're in, love yourself yeah. because that's it's truly important to just be, be able to present in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there is something mm-hmm. to uh, you have to be happy in order to be with someone else. Yeah, because you can't yeah. bring in your junk because they can't yeah. fix your junk and you can't fix exactly. theirs. And um, yeah, yeah, I think that was hard to realize. I also will say because you guys, Danielle, how old are you? Um, I'm 32. Oh, you guys are like both in your yeah. 30s. So mm-hmm. I literally remember Jennifer, like my goddess, Jennifer Aniston, saying this. And she was like the she 40s. She really is. like yeah. She's like Oprah and Aniston. I'm like, I love them. <laughs> and kind of yeah. love Kate Hudson, too. But we can talk about that later. So, so much. Jennifer Aniston said something about the 40s being amazing. And mm-hmm. I kind of remember rolling my eyes because I think I'm probably seven years younger than her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, whatever, yeah. Aniston. She could not have been more spot on right. Like everything changes. Like yeah. I feel, I mean, I'm loving yeah. my, I, could, I just, I get 30. that at the thirties, you're yeah. coming out of all that junk from the twenties. Yes. And yeah. you know, my friend was saying this when I was turning 30, I was like, oh my God, I'm turning 30. I thought, you know, when you're younger, you have all these timelines, like I'll be married by 28. I'll have my first kid by oh, 30. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I just ended an engagement. I never thought that was ever going to happen to me. Um, but I remember my friend saying, you know what, look at it as you're ending your, your, the twenties, your, your decade, you're starting a new decade now. So you're starting fresh. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. Exactly. You know, like I, I'm starting fresh and inviting this when goodness. You're happy as happy. And you don't have to be like unicorns and rainbows. Right. happy. If you're just right. sort of at peace, happy, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you just go, oh my God, that happened. Mm-hmm. Cause that's yeah. like things like that happen to me now. And I'm just like. Wow. And you can go to the dark place, but I try to be positive. And I do think, like, mm-hmm. think positive. We all have that, especially us girls, mm-hmm. have that yeah. where we go, 
Is he going to like me? Does he like me? Yeah. Is he going to call me? And if you kind of just stay in the yes, mm-hmm. in the light, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to do, though. You have it to is. Consciously you have to be determined it. about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, let's not let Danielle off the hook. I was just going to say, oh. D, your dating life. Yeah. Tell us. Spill the beans. Oh. I mean, I know about it. It's really hard. <laughs> Wait, tell, tell me about it. So it's like... I feel like Nashville's filled with, like, a bunch of Peter Pants. You know, like, everyone mm-hmm. comes here and, like, you can't fall over without knocking down, like, 12 musicians. So Nashville's oversaturated with musicians and, like, that's who, like, you end up dating. And it's like they're just, it's, it's not good. Don't date musicians. Well, you know, here, here's what I will but... say, too, because you're not dating Tim McGraw, who's made it. Right. You're dating a musician right. who's struggling. And I think that can yeah. be real tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to date someone that isn't comfortable with where they are in their life or are struggling to get to that next point. Yes, and, right. And they're in, like, going back to, like, like being happy, like, with yourself. It's hard to, like, if you're happy with yourself, it's hard to date someone that isn't happy with themselves. Right, or just working to accomplish a dream. And the thing about musicians yeah. is... You can be an amazing musician and never make it mm-hmm. because it's so much yeah. luck. Mm-hmm. And so you're dealing with that, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. Like, so many of my friends are musicians. So I'm sorry if any of them are listening. <laughs> no, I mean, musicians are great, but they're that's yeah. tough. And then they're going to be on the road all the time. I know. Yeah. Dee, I feel like you're going to end up with, like, someone at work. Like there, a, isn't a a nice doctor. Account- there isn't a nice doctor. Oh, account- my God. I that would make my dad so happy because that's all he ever says is, why can't you find a nice doctor? And There's no older. cute doctors like, at your hospital? We no. we were actually, so we They're went for, uh, we volunteered for the Ryan Seacrest Foundation mm. in Nashville. Um, mm. And it was actually at the hospital that Danielle works at. No way. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So we. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so much fun. And then we met this um, man. What was his name, D? From Best Buddies? Oh, it was Mike. Mike. Was Mike? Mike? Mm-hmm. Mike from yeah. Best Buddies. Um, he's 40, I think he's like 47. And so we actually got invited to their prom. Um, so we're heading, I'm heading back to Nashville and in February, we're going to be, um, prom dates for the best buddies. There's not a cute doctor anywhere in the hospital. There has to be. I know, dude, there has to be. You know what? They're probably taken. I know, but there's lots of like, yeah, that's the thing. Like there's lots of like very handsome, like very like kind, good side manner, bedside manner, like docs. But they all got, like, snatched up in med school. <laughs> yeah, I can I know. see that. Uh, but trust fate. Yeah. It all comes around. Ew, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I fully believe in that. Like, me too. I feel and like you every just... person I've met and, like, dated or, um, like, every experience has led me to this point of where I am in my life. And it's like, I feel like I personally have finally reached that just point of, like peaceful like contentment like yeah. i love my life mm-hmm. i love everybody in it and mm-hmm. like i i don't know i feel i feel like i feel big love coming they just like, show that's up. a really they cool just, spot to be in they just show up that's why i feel bad for y'all with these apps and stuff you, oh, you God. guys have to do oh, that's i'm like so i'm I terrified can't. to i'm not on any app i've never been on any app but i'm terrified like cuz i'm like well i'm not it's meeting anyone sorry they're overwhelming. It's yeah. just like too much all at once, like in your face. Yeah. Are, D, uh, I don't want to call you out, but are you on a dating app? 
No. No? No, but before the show, like, I tried out, like, Bumble and stuff, and, like, that was the extent of it. And I was like, no, there's just it's hard. There's too many guys, there's too many conversations. And then I felt like I was getting very, um... Serious? Uh, no, not serious, but I was, like, superficial. That's oh, so right, like, yeah. oh, right, right, no, right. No, 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 swipe, you, don't, you don't know swipe. the person. Oh, you've got a guitar. Swipe. Oh, right, <laughs> <No>. right. <laughs> But I mean, you hear so many of these like love stories of people that met through these dating apps. Like, I have a friend at work. One of my best friends just got married. Yeah, my friend just got married, and she has a kid now, and she met him on Tinder. No. Yeah. So she's like, you should. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, like, Bachelor didn't work out for me. I don't know if these dating apps are going to work out for me. Who you are? I'm not sure for Vanessa that it's going to work for you. You're complicated. (laughs) I love it. How am I I complicated, Amy? How am I complicated? This is what I think on you. Okay. There's a lot going on. In my head? Yeah, like you're deep. And I, I'll, I'll analyze Danielle once I know her mm-hmm. better. But for you, it's like you're not surface. You're yeah. deep. And, you, and you're yeah. driven. And you're a, you're a baller chick. Do you know what I mean? I like that terminology. So it's like for you, that's why I think it might not work as well. Because I don't know that you have the patience or the sort of I don't know that your dude's out on that. Right. Right. Because he's got to be smart. He's got to be quick. He's mm-hmm. got to keep up. He's mm-hmm. got to yeah. this. He's got to that with you. Yeah. So. I mean. Right. We're, you and I are not soft girls in the corner. No. <laughs> Which is fine. We just have to, you know. We're not. They, they show up. They oh, show yeah. Up. I mean, you know what? I say this. There's someone for everyone. And, I, you know, oh, I don't believe in, like, there's only one love out there or there's one person that you're meant to be with. I think you're meant to be with multiple people mm-hmm. depending on which path you end up taking in your life. So I and think... The, the best sign for you, Vanessa, and Danielle, I don't want to forget you, but we'll have to do another episode, <laughs> is that you've had these very serious relationships. Yeah. My, so yeah. Meredith Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest's sister, she gave me some of the best advice, and I wish we had her on the phone. She, she was dating her now husband. And they were, like, maybe almost about to be engaged. And I was like, do you ever just, like, get insecure or worried or this or that? And she was like, he's so amazing, and I love him so much, and we get along so well that if he is not the one for me and there is conceivably someone better, Mm -hmm. that blows my mind, Mm -hmm. so I'm fully confident in it. And I was like, oh, my God. What she was saying made so much sense, and she wasn't just saying it. She believed yeah. it, mm-hmm. and that's why yeah. she married him. Yeah, and they're happy as can be. That's amazing. That's yeah, yeah. actually, when really she great said advice. That, I try to say it to myself all the time. Yeah, because yeah. it gives yeah. you that security. It does, and then it doesn't yeah. make you be in a relationship that ultimately you shouldn't be in. Because I think it's easy yeah. sometimes like to just be com- right, and you just to be comfortable and like, oh, okay, well, you know, like dating sucks. So yeah. you know, you don't want to like have to go around and see like, oh, is this guy like. And, and and having to like interview, it's kind of like auditioning, right? Like to yeah. see like who you're gonna. And it's a crazy First concept. Date is an audition. Yeah, and it's a crazy concept to think you're gonna be with someone for the rest of your life. Like you want to make sure that they're not only a great husband, but a great father. A sup- you know, you have a great support system. If yeah. I mean, like my parents are divorced, um, so they got divorced when I was 18 years old, and I did not see it coming. That's a very common yeah. time for. Marriages, marriages really when the kids are going to college. Yeah. right yeah and I think it's yeah. I mean for me it was really hard because I was when you're younger like you don't understand what's going on but as you when you're older you're more implicated in in the process of things so I was really mm-hmm. affected by it and I remember telling myself like I don't 
ever want to end up in that position, you know? And I think that's why, like, when our engagement yeah. ended, it was really tough for me because I'm like, I felt like I failed. But what about now? Now you're okay. So my yeah. thing is for people out there, like, if you get divorced, yeah. that's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. it's definitely okay. And I think, like, one thing I really appreciated about my relationship with Nick is we were not going to pretend as if, like, oh, it's rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and popcorn and all that fun stuff. (laughs) It was tough. It was hard. And I actually never looked back on our um, after the final rose where people were like, it was so awkward. And I was like, oh, was it? I don't know. Like, I was just, we were just being real. Real, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bunnies and rainbows. Yeah. It's a bunch of hooey. And it was was tough. You know, it was um, especially like having a relationship right outside of coming out of the show. Um, so that's mm-hmm. one thing I really appreciate. Well, the show, that's a whole another episode, how much that oh, yeah. adds to the challenges yeah. in the relationship and being in the public exactly. eye. Yeah. Wait, Danielle, we have to yeah. go, but when are you going to come visit us? Um, I mean, whenever I'm out in LA then. Soon. Right, you can call me anytime. You got to come up to Canada. No, I you got to come here so Vanessa stays here. <laughs> in, in January, we all need to do something fun. I'll be back in January. I love that. Good. Oh, we yeah. have a fun concert. I'll email you. So you, another one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know Amy always sends me like these texts. I'm like, oh, so much because it's on. a good excuse to come out. I would yeah. love to go to a concert. Yeah, it's really fun. I'll text you guys. So you guys and D, you can stay with me. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Cuddles. Wait, Danielle, Yay. you rock. Talk to you soon. Love you. you. I can't wait to see you guys. I'll call you love later. You okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. She's great. So now we're gonna call. Michaela. Yeah, so this is, here's a little background. Vanessa is from Canada. Yeah. And Canadian Bachelor, is it called that? What's it called? Uh, yeah, it's called, called Bachelor, Bachelor Canada. Bachelor Canada. And this girl is in the finals? She's in the finals. So, so she's down to the final two. She, yes, yeah, so I think right now they're down to the final two. She's hilarious. I love the last two ladies that are um, that are on. Um, and I find it such a compelling show. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that happens. There's a lot of romance, which I love. Um, I want to find out the differences between. Oh, we were going to talk about that. Yeah. I was messaging her. I'm like, "What do you guys want? What do you want to talk about?" So, do you watch it when you're home? Because we can't. We get can't. It here. We can't get it here, oh, which that's such sucks. A yeah. yeah. So I watched. I was on Bachelor Canada after show. Mm-hmm. Caitlin was on. I was on with Evan and Carly. Um, oh, they're so cute. They really are they, great. They're I know, just, they really are. Oh, they are so, so nice. I was at. He's their, very cool. They're yeah. And something that you would need for Bachelor Canada, as well as the holidays, BioClarity. Because having good skin really is so important, especially around now because you're taking all these photographs and you're going to go out for New Year's Eve and the dreaded Valentine's Day mm-hmm. is coming. So you want to look hot. So BioClarity, you've heard Ashley and Ben talk about it, and it really does work. You've heard our listeners email in and say they're having so much success with it. It's delivered straight to you, and it's easy. Uh, you do it twice daily. It's a three-step system, natural, no harsh chemicals. It helps you keep clear skin, and you can feel confident. We're all going to get married. (laughs) That's what we all want, ultimately. So, look, you do not want to put harsh chemicals on your face. This has the same antioxidants found in green tea to clean and detoxify your skin, cooling cucumber to soothe, and oat kernel to hydrate, plus more. It's different than your traditional acne treatments. No benzoyl peroxide that causes redness, dryness, or irritations. Stop acne before it starts by attacking uh, acne-causing bacteria. BioClarity. It's great for all skin types. 
Everybody's had a lot of success with it. You can try it. Use Ben and Ashley's code FAMOUS. So go to BioClarity.com, BioClarity.com, and enter Ben and Ashley's code FAMOUS, F-A-M-O-U-S. You'll get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That saves you 20 bucks. Why not try it? They guarantee if you're not happy, you get your money back. What's better than that? Did I forget anything? I feel like I got you're it. You're a pro. Okay, well, I, I, I can buy it. Let BioClarity help you face your day and feel confident with clear, beautiful skin. Go to BioClarity.com, B-I-O-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.com. Use Ben and Ashley's code FAMOUS. It's 100% risk-free. You get your money back if you don't love it. It's an acne treatment that really works. BioClarity.com. Michaela speaking. Michaela! Hello! Hi, my love. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're on with Amy and this I. Is so exciting. Hi, so this Amy. is Ben Higgins and Ashley I's podcast that Vanessa and I have taken over because they are at a secret location. Secret location. location. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, I love that we're gonna learn about Bachelor, Bachelor Canada. Canada. Yes, I'm so excited. Now can you watch our Bachelor in Canada? Oh, I've watched every season, hundred percent. Starting with who? Season. Starting with which one? Starting with Tristan Ryan. No, what? you go back like oh me. Oh my god! Guys, you know that's what's like a legit? You're, how old are you? How can you be that I'm, old? I'm old. I'm no, you're younger than me. Wait, I'm just you're kidding. I'm not old. I'm a baby. It's 28. So how old are you when you 27? started? 27. But were you like 10 years old? Yeah, I was just a little little chubby teen <laughs> or like teeny bopper. Wait, okay. So let's get the Canada opinion. Who do you think was the best bachelor of all time? The best bachelor, like. There's so many different criteria that I could use to choose, but like Chris Souls all the oh, way Chris for me. Chris Souls. See, I still say Andrew huh. Firestone. Oh. oh, he was good. He really he was. was. He was, he was so good too. Great. Guys, I only knew I one like bachelor. That was Nick Vial. Like memory oh, problem, yeah. so I don't always remember. <laughs> Wait, so tell us um, what you find the differences are between the Canadian Bachelor and our Bachelor. I Not think, the person, I mean, but the show in general. The show in general. Well. Not to not to speak on anything negatory, but I think obviously the budget. <laughs> there's a difference in budget, so I think. I mean, so ours the has location, a bigger budget. We have you a, bigger got a bigger budget in the U.S. Canada a little bit of lower budget, so I think that there's a lot more travel that goes on in the U.S., which I think is awesome. But, but I just I, feel like the Canadian one also is focusing a lot more on the love story, which than I love the drama. I yeah. love that, oh, really. But Michaela, I will say this. Although you travel, like, you know, we traveled to um, Bimini and Finland and New Orleans. We didn't get to see that much because we weren't allowed to be out in public. So people couldn't. You know that's true. Yeah. So that's people can't really catch on to that. We're filming yeah, the show. Like you right. see the ocean from afar, but you can't yeah. get in it. And like an ocean yeah. is an ocean, you know. <laughs> true, so, true. I mean, we went to beautiful places. I'm happy when we ended up in Finland because like I would never travel. Wait, were you to in Finland? the freezing? One? It was. It was. Yes. Like yes, it was I was snowing. The, it was snowing. I was. I had to go in the cold plunge. And the like. Uh, you went off in some sleigh, and then it just kept oh, going. Oh, guys. So what? They, oh, yes. What they did not show after Nick and I uh, got engaged. I had my mm-hmm. ring on my finger. First of all, I was like, "Oh my god, babe! I've always round. I've always wanted a cushion cut diamond." And he's like, "It's round cut." I'm like, "I obviously don't know anything about diamonds." <laughs> so then the sled oh takes off, and um, I, I'm so sad they don't have this on camera. Literally, the sled completely tips over, and oh, like what? we fall on top of each other, and the sled's on top of us. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is just." I think Chris Harrison <laughs> told me the story that like off y'all went, and then they were like, "Uh, where'd they go?" Yeah. 
And we tipped over and fell over. (laughs) Wait, Um, we have a couple minutes left. Oh, that's it? Tell us some more. Tell us some more. Ask some more Canadian questions. Okay, so, uh, Michaela. Yes. um, How many many girls did you guys start with on Christmas season? So that's another huge difference. We only started with 20 women, and five women were cut the first night. So when we went to our first location, we were only 15 girls. Yeah, you guys were a small group. I think that's why you really get to know a lot of the girls really quickly is because it's such a small group. I think they started with 30 this year. Yeah, we started with 30. We started with 30. Wait, I wanted to ask you. So we stayed in the mansion for like, I can't say how long, but did you guys, it seemed as if you guys went from like night one to directly to your first location. Um, Yeah, no, we did one night in Toronto and then the next day we were straight off to Costa Rica. So we only had one night in Canada before we started jet setting, which was cool. Okay, so give us a little bit of um, gossip because, you know, we can't watch the show out here. So what's been happening on the show? You guys are the final two. It's you and Lindsay. Yeah, so we're down to two, Lindsay and I. I mean, Lindsay's a great girl. I have nothing bad to say about her, but I think what you're going to see in the next couple weeks is something that you may not expect. Uh, living together with everybody was a real trip because in, especially in Costa Rica, there was 15 of us living in one big house. And that was, you know, the first time I've ever been in that sorority type of situation. It was a little bit intimidating. And I know that if you did watch the show, you would have pinpointed the psychos right away, like Shanti and Brittany M. Um, but that's actually another difference between the two, the two shows, American and Canadian. They let the craziest girl go week two. Yeah. And I think everybody was really shocked by that because she would have made incredible television. And yeah. she was just so... Now, does the guy propose? Is that a big thing, like getting engaged like it is here? Well, I think, I mean, that's, that's the premise of the show, right? So you would hope that The Bachelor coming into the show would be ready to get engaged. But I think also coming into the show, especially if, you know, you're like Chris and you haven't watched the show ever, I think perhaps... And is your guy named Chris? Can... Yes. Sorry, yes. Chris and, is the Canadian bachelor. Okay. And I find, like, him and Nick kind of resemble each other. I was going to ask that. If you could, they're both totally very handsome. Agree. If you could compare I, him to an American bachelor, who is it? Is physically. It well, I mean, not physically, but... If I could compare Chris to an American Bachelor, it would have to be Nick physically, but um, in terms of personality, in terms of personality, oh man, that's a tough one. I would say, oh, because oh, that's such a it's tough a hard one. He has different characteristics of different people, but wait, I mean, he does have a really gentle heart, but he's also kind of unsure about a lot mm. of things. Um, ben Higgins. Um, He's a flip flopper. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't ben think Higgins. No, I don't think. No, I don't think he's a Ben Higgins. Wait, who was it that said "I love you" to two people? It was Ben, ben. Higgins. That's yeah, why I said it. Ben. Ben, ben Higgins. He's a Ben. He's a Ben. And he's one of America's favorite bachelors. <laughs> yeah. We we have yeah, to. So no, so there was. Sad. Oh, oh, we have to go, oh. but we're gonna. Call, um, we might call you next week with with Ben and Ashley, so we can find out what happens. Oh, absolutely. I look forward to telling you guys the full-blown oh. tale after it's all said and done. Ooh. You know, we're a couple Let's weeks oh, from the finale. Oh, it's juicy, let me tell you. I can't oh, we'll wait to share. S- we'll stay in touch. Oh, I hope so. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye, Michaela. Thanks, Have a beautiful day. You, you too. too. Okay, bye. Bye. Yes, I'm sad this oh, my God, I know. You've been amazing. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, we love you. I hope you'll come you. back on with Ben and Ashley because they will yes, be back let me next know. week. Oh, already? So, yeah, so we'll probably call you next week. Okay. They will be back from their secret location with lots of juicy, 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 juicy juice. And we'll have some fabulous guests. I'm excited to hear all so, about it. So, filling in for Ben and Ashley, 
I've been Amy. And I'm Vanessa. And you have to say, I've been Vanessa. And I've been Vanessa. Oh, Ben or Ben? Ben. I don't know why See, ben, I don't... ben invented it where he says, oh, I've really? been Ben. And well, she can says, I just I say this? Ashley. On his season, the girls were like, Ben. And not, uh, his name is Ben, yeah. not Bin. Yeah, no, Ben. Yeah. All right. And I've been Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.